Hear directly from your favorite artists in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight. We talk reality. Welcome to the Spotlight. Hi, I'm Stephen Bowman, right here on Masterclass Radio. And joining me live on the Spotlight is a recording artist by the name of Neural, all the way from North Carolina in United States. Now, Neural, how are you doing today? Thank you for joining me. I'm good, I'm great. It's a pleasure. How are you? We are doing great as well. So tell me, how is it over there? What part of the United States you are and how is it over there? Yeah, I'm in North Carolina. It's a bit warm. I just got up, um, well, down from Virginia to do up some music up there. So it's a nice, nice calm night where I am. <laughs> so how would you compare the weather to Canada? Oh, that's like night and day. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's just, we don't see those um, temperatures, at least not in North Carolina. So, Nirel, I want you to go ahead, tell us about yourself, your music, and few things that we all need to know. I uh, grew up in New York, all around of New York, so Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, Staten Island. I most currently lived on Staten Island before I ended up leaving and heading out to actually the Akron, Cleveland area. And that's where I started more so singing and uh, just getting into the music scene. Um, I Ended up doing quite a bit of R&B, a lot of old classic Motown stuff, Aretha Franklin, um, Shaka Khan, just things like that. So I really got my feel for the classics and just performing on stage when I ended up, you know, leaving the city and uh, starting like, doing college and things like that. Um, over the years, what I've done is work on my songwriting and work on being the best on stage performance that I can actually be like I'm at home on stage I love to write I love to record I love to sing but at like essence and like in essence I'm a performer so can you give us a timeline from when you started making your own music the timeline I started early making my own music but it's been more so a development of me trying to find and create my own sound like I've always been interested in a lot of different kinds of music I've listened to old rock I've listened to um, folk music. I love Tracy Chapman. I've listened to soul, Motown, jazz, hip hop, a lot of reggae. I'm Jamaican American. So that's just, it's like rule of thumb. You grow up and that's what you, you're used to hearing it. It just becomes a part of you. But throughout all of those, like within all those genres, it's kind of been my goal to find my unique sound. So I started writing at about, I would say, 14, 15 songs for myself. Wow. And, uh, from there, it's just kind of, it turned into its own beat. So when it comes to dance hall music, reggae music, what's your preference? I love dance hall. I grew up dancing to dance hall. So Friday, Saturday night, everybody's in the basket. That's just a totally different thing. But when it comes to reggae, what I like about reggae is that loose vibe. Like Junior Kelly, just yeah. Bob Marley, Bougie Valentine, Touchy Bryant. Just a uh, so in some ways we are all impacted by others now who would you describe are your biggest influences okay well i can i always have an like i always have an issue when it comes to my influences because they're all over the board i can't say 
one person influenced me the most when it comes to my writing style or how I sing. But I, I remember always falling in love every time I hear a Nina Vega song. I still like play her greatest hits album. Her live album is absolutely amazing. It's stunning. You know, so when it comes down to just what influenced me is a lot of soul, it's a lot of rock, it's a lot of reggae. But I think there's a familiar strain with like within all of that music. You just have to listen for it and find it. There's always those sweet spots. There's always those things, you know, that you you hear in a song and it takes you somewhere and little do you know that it influenced you and when you write a song, it comes out just a little bit. Yeah. So being an independent artist could be challenging. And at age 14, you started making your own music. How would you describe those challenges to be? Uh, starting at 14 was uh, very different for me because I, I'm a musical person. There are certain parts of my family, they're musical people, but I didn't grow up in a musical background. I wasn't surrounded by music. I, if there was what I heard on the radio. Of course, I, you know, I fell in love with music at five. I always wanted to be a singer, but I wasn't really in the environment where I could actually grow that. So it means like starting out at 14, what I did is I just started off on a mad dash. You know, I was like searching, trying to connect with different musicians, different producers, just different artists. So that was my thing. And it's still my thing for today. I like to connect with people. Yeah. And I like, yeah, so I, like, the biggest thing I would say is, like, spread yourself around. Um, don't be afraid to to cross genres yeah. as well. You know, somebody, someone might want to do, do a rap tune with you. That's fine. You know, you'll find your sound. You'll find your place within it. But it, it's really all about connecting with people. Like, you have to get to the people that are, like, doing what you're doing. Because there's a familiar, like, music is familiar. If you can find uh, people who love music, you can find something in common, yeah. and you'll be surprised how things come together. So, would you agree when it comes to support for independent artists? It is more difficult today, regardless of what society or community you are. In a way, it is. I think you have to find your niche. You know, people talk a lot about that, and it's very true. The yeah. first thing you really do have to do is find your market. Find out who you're trying to appeal to. That's not always the easiest thing to do because a lot of musicians and a lot of people are still finding themselves when it comes to finding their sound. So until you find your sound, who are you, like, you don't know who to give it to. So I, I would say that uh, it, it's very hard, you know, but you always, you bring the bring your music, once you find your sound, bring your music to the people who want it. And it might be tough finding that audience, but, you know, we have social media these days and it's it's a brilliant marketing tool. You know, you can use it uh, to find people, like say you're influenced by certain artists. Yeah. You can find people on social media that are influenced, like that like the artists that you're, you are influenced by. And then you can market yourself to them. So I would say that we are, it's different than it was back in the day, but we are in a very empowering place in music to the point where, you know, if you want to take the initiative that's right. and if you want to uh, save up, you know, your two pennies, because that's what it is. You know, independent artists, it's, it's, it's not so much a dollar game for us, it's a growth game until we, we hit that sweet spot. You know, you have to invest in yourself. So if you, you want to take the initiative to go out there and market and find your audience and find your niche, that's usually the best way to do it because 
You know, you're not signed to a major label. You don't have millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars behind you. You kind of have to, you know, you have to have that upward ambition. All right. Thank you. We will be taking a short break and we will be right back. Coming up next is brand new single by your girl, Neural. Her brand new single, Twilight, is right here. Wide awake, feels like I'm sleepwalking. Twilight, the stars are falling. Blue moon, fills my soul. Pounding pavement, coming to your door. I gotta go, gotta move. Your love's calling. Hair my hair right down to my shoes. Alright, so thank you and welcome back right here. You are listening to Masterclass Radio, and that was Nurel. Yeah, she's still playing in the background. That was Twilight. How impressive was that? Isn't that what is missing in today's RB music? A pure sensation. R&B classic. Now, she's right here right now. Now, I want you to tell us how you started into R&B music. R&B kind of encapsulated me. Like, when I was growing up, you know, Brandy was big. Yeah. Houston. You know, she was massive. You know, there were the Mariah Carey's. There um, you know, big massive voices. And I think hearing them as a singer really... I wanted to reach for that. Like when I sang, I wanted to sound like them. I wanted to be able to hit those notes. So they, I think my vein of R&B comes from like, I like those massive voices in R&B when I was growing up. Because those are the people that I saw. Those are the people that I saw on the big stages. Those are, they were on top of the world. So in today's R&B music, who would you have on your playlist? I'm a, I'm a classic kind of girl. I love I love the current stuff, but I'm a classic kind of girl. I like to sit down and chill out. And Anita Baker is always first on my press press um, press play. Yeah. I love Aretha Franklin. Um, I love I love Brandy stuff. I grew up listening to Brandy stuff. Her voice, is, especially being an alto, her voice is just beautiful, massive. And, and very, she has a variety that she has with, with her vocals. So um, those are my top three, especially Tony Braxton. I have her uh, greatest hits album. That's usually on the feed. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a classic girl. <laughs> there's nothing more I can say. <laughs> now, when you listen to a lot of hip-hop music today, would you agree that there is a missing piece when it comes to hip-hop and the kind of music that is being produced today? And I'm relating that to like the real R&B classic that we were used to in the early 90s and that of today. What do you think that missing piece would be? I'm a bluesy kind of girl. And blues comes through with everything that I do. Um, but I'm, I'm a big uh, contender, not contender, but I'm a, a big advocate for, you know, hip hop. I think it gives a voice to a lot of different people. You know, I I, I like Nas, Biggie, Biggie, Tupac, you know, they really, they, and you know, Run DMC, all the way back in the day. Yeah. You know, I think hip hop has its place and no matter like what it transforms into, it's still an outlet for many people to say what they need to say yeah. and express themselves. It's going to take on different strengths. You know, it's a big world. People are going to interpret it like whatever way they please. And, you know, you might like some of it. You might not 
you know, like some of it, but art is supposed to be, you know, objective. And it's not everything's going to be for everybody. That's right. Now, I'd like to go back to your music for a second. When you created that song, Twilight, what was in your mind and what was the idea behind it? This song was something I scribbled down and I really liked uh, the bridge that I came up with vocally. So I kind of scribbled it down and I heard one one track and I came back to it because I just thought that, you know, that fits perfectly. That's, that's it. Um, but what the song morphed into afterwards was it's, it's more of a lovers on the out kind of song. Yeah. Um, sometimes you break up with somebody, and but there's still that connection. There's still that deep attraction. There's you might look at other people, but you still only see that one person when it comes to who you want to be laying beside you. And you know everybody has those nights. You know, you, Paul, Paul, yeah. you know, what are you doing? Can I can I drop by? You know, you want to come by. You know that those connections are hard to come by. They might not always be the best, but like there's no doubt that it's there. And there's no doubt that that's the person you want to be with. And it's a mutual understanding. It doesn't really have to be explained. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Miss Nurel. Hope you don't mind me calling you with a title, Miss Nurel. <laughs> now, I want to switch and talk about that representation of female in hip hop music. From your point of view, would you say there's not a lot of opportunity for female artists? I don't think there's a lack of support for female artists, I wouldn't say that. I think there are a lot of female musicians, artists paving the way and you know, we have had a lot of greats of the past do some massive work for um, musicians, especially you know, black female artists, I myself being one. But um, I think, like I said, there's a lane for almost everybody. I think a lot of stuff was created for, you know, it's neatly packaged and given, you know, to the people who will consume it. Some people like easily digestible songs. Yeah. Some people like that down home vibe. It's like, everybody has different likes. And it all depends on who you're trying to appeal to. Do some people get more, uh, you know, more screen time, more, more promotion than others? Absolutely. Absolutely, but it all comes down to who's digesting this. Who are who's like the main people buying this? Because it's all supply and demand when it comes to you know down there at the end of the day. So my thing is, if you would like to hear more of that, make sure you get out and buy it and support the artists that are actually trying to do it. Because the more you buy, the more screen time they get. That's right. So like spend your dollars and support the people. Like you want to hear more of this music. You gotta patronize these people. Yeah. Gotta spend that money. Alright, so 2020 is up and running. Things are happening faster than I actually expected. Should we be expecting any video for Twilight or any other song that you might have in works? Yes. I will throw something out there for Twilight. I am in the process of working on a couple of other um, tunes. So that's gonna go along with them. Yeah. Uh, with it and I. Uh, I would love to see, uh, you know, more visuals on that as well. There's going to be a lot more coming for me. This is this is the starting point, hmm. and there's a there's a lot more. To come. How would you describe the support for your music back there in North Carolina? There is a lot of support for my music in North Carolina. Um, you know, you just have to bring it to the people. That's yeah. one thing. You know, you just can't put out something and have it stick. If you want people to listen to your stuff. 
and you want to get it out there, you go, you put yourself on that stage, yeah. and you do it. You know, you 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 absolutely have to bring your your work to the people. You know, they're not going to track you down to say, "Hey, do you got a song for us to listen to?" Uh, like you have to bring it to them. You get on the stage, whether it's an open mic night, yeah. whether it's you know you sell a couple of tickets, but no one's going to know if you're not if you don't put yourself out there. It's like being a shower singer. You know, eventually, if you want something more, you have to step out of the shower. You have to put yourself in that public forum, and people will, they will consume your material. People are hungry for new material. They're hungry for authentic works of art. They're, they're always looking for the newest thing. And people, everybody wants to stay on top of trends. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta, you know, get get out there. Don't be, don't be too coy. Now, let's look at your background for a second. As a teenager, when you started making your own music, age 14, I believe you already know what is it to write your own song and come up with ideas for music. Could you describe what your background is and how has that played a role into your music career today? Um, I started out actually, the first songs that I learned to sing and I fell in love with music, they were gospel songs. But um, we moved around so much, I never really sang in a choir. You know, it was really my love of music and me being hungry to find music and searching for it and searching for it and searching for it and just consuming and consuming and consuming and really find, finding out what I like in that vein. You know, I'm Christian, I was raised Christian, but I didn't actually grow up singing in the church. It was just me more searching, searching, finding and, you know, practicing. As you know, music involves walking around and collaborating with people. How would you describe your work ethics and how you get along with others? I love to work with different people. Um, I hope to do more so. The, um, what I have right now, I don't have any teachers. So at this point, I'm always open to collaborating with producers, composers, rappers, singers. Um, I think it would add a different you know, it will add a layer to what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do. So I'm absolutely open. Is there a time you had to turn anyone down? Maybe because you don't like the music or you just, or they don't share your views or style of singing. Is there a time like that? Actually, no. You know, I, I don't believe in doing that. What I, when I listen to people, especially when it comes to, um, other artists or uh, or say say a producer that's bringing me in tracks. I don't think that people aren't good enough. I think it's just like when I was first like starting out and I was just like let's say when I was first learning to like record my own voice, record music, so I could just post things like colors and things like that. Yeah. You know, everybody is a growing person. We yeah. are all growing. I didn't I didn't start here. You know, I, I I got here and that is because I got here because a lot of people said hey you know you should try singing this song hey you know I hear I hear this in your voice you should try this and a lot of people gave me the opportunity to get on the stage I'm big on playing with live musicians I'm, I'm doing tracks now but I, I have a background of playing with nothing but live music so all those musicians like were a, a family of mine you know and they helped me grow they helped me see the performance that I am today so I, I don't say I, I ever turn anybody down I, I tell them what I hear I tell them my honest opinion and I try and help them grow as well now there has been this thing about writing music 
most hardest pay other artists or other people to write music for them ghostwriting could you describe how you write your own music you said how do i write my music yeah well when it comes to me writing my music i usually start off with a, a you know melody a lyric um sometimes i'll write a chord structure sometimes it's me and a producer you know a, a composer sitting down and working it out you know i'll send them something they'll send me something it's very collaborative yeah. in that way i have uh, original music that i've written just solely by myself i like to uh, like release that at some point this is kind of the kick that i'm on right now so um a lot of people are involved yes it's, it's absolutely not me you said i was the one man band i would never take that much credit i have a lot of people that i've worked with that have done amazing things you know with me and with with my sound that i have today um it, it can be difficult because they're tracking down you know producers or composers for the sound that you want not every like you just said not every studio is going to give you you know the sound that you want yeah i would say you know you want to especially if you're setting down your own money that 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 these people you uh. know and i don't need to sign crabs the fact of the matter is if you want that quality you save up every nickel penny and dime and you you want that quality don't stop until that's what you get that's right well don't settle don't settle for your yeah <laughs> well neural you have a promising career when it comes to music. I can see a brighter future and a potential in the style of music you make so far. Who would you ascribe all the success to? My mother, hands down. Like she is, she's my number one fan. She's, she's held me down since day one. Yeah. Absolutely, if I if I need support, she's always there. Number one fan. My mother, hands down, uh, number one. Um, beyond that, uh, a lot of music musicians yeah. that I've um, come into contact in with the past, musicians that I've played with. Um, there, there are a lot of people. You know, and if you look back and you check my social media, you, you'll see me playing with a whole multitude of people. You know, so I've, I've had the I, I've had the opportunity to work with and grow with some amazing musicians. Very thankful. All right. So one last question. Now, could you state your name? How to spell your name? And at the same time, where can we find your music on social platforms? All right, so my name is Narelle. You can find me on SoundCloud by that name. It's called it's N-E-R-I-L-L-E. That's N-E-R-I-L-L-E. You can find me on Instagram. My name is N-E-R-I-L-L-E, Narelle H. So that's just my first name and the H. You can find me by first name uh, on Facebook. So I am out there. I'm there, you know, work just has to get around, but I'm reachable. And I have my website. It's also it's linked to my Facebook. It's also linked to my Instagram. So you know, I'm out there. You can find me. All right. So at this point, I want to say thank you for taking the time to answer those questions because I've learned a lot about you and your music. At the same time, I want to say thank you to all our listeners that took the time to tune in as well. Thank you, Nurel, for joining me today. Thank you. It's Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. So tonight, I'll be starting tonight's show. You heard from Nurel, her brand new single called Twilight. Twilight.
the spotlight. Hear directly from your favorite artists in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight. We talk reality. 